Okay. Looking forward. Hey, Peggy. It's, um, welcome to my show of uh, the podcast show is called uh, Creating an Impactful Legacy. And uh, I decided that, you know, I would switch it up a little bit. But um, I really welcome Peggy uh, O'Neill. She's going to come and talk to us about workplaces and culture and whatever comes up in conversation today. That's what we're going to talk yeah. about, right? Awesome. Yeah, I'm really glad yeah, to be here. Yeah, because it is about a conversation. We were talking that before recording is that it is a conversation. It's not me firing out the questions. I don't like to do that because then it's like, for me, it's like talking to a wall. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. So welcome uh, Peggy. And um, I really will enjoy our conversation together. And so one of the first questions I always ask is how did you get into the work that you're doing right now? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have in 2007, I'll start here in 2007, yeah. I've been coaching for about 20 years after mm -hmm. practicing law for 12. And I'd had a great legal career. Uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton were both teachers of mine in law school. I was an assistant attorney general when he was uh, attorney general. I was purchasing director when he was governor. Now, I had changed careers by the time he was president, but I also worked in the Clinton administration for the Federal Labor Relations Authority. So in 2007, I'd been uh, coaching, like I said, for 20 years and, and intermixed in there was the legal and working for the president. And I had great clients, good money, been certified in my coaching. People liked my work, but I was miserable, mm. miserable. And I thought, well, I can't be marketing and I had I was self-employed I can't right. be marketing my business saying oh I can help you have a great business be a great leader uh, have a great life if I'm miserable so I walked away from my coaching business in mm -hmm. 2007 mm -hmm. and luckily work found me I got a job offer to work in Singapore and work with a global training company over there and so other work came to me uh, but it took about 11 years. In 2018, I ran across the, the great wisdom traditions. So mm. some writers, their current writers about the great wisdom traditions. And uh, that's when I saw the missing piece, the mm. missing piece of this is what's been missing in my life, why I wasn't satisfied and happy. And so I really immersed myself in understanding it but understanding you know i used to say in some of my old training is the booby prize so it's not right. about understanding but embodying knowing living these great wisdom traditions and teachings and and integrating it into my work and so the the real punchline with them that changed everything was realizing that almost every one of us has an innocent yet fundamental misunderstanding about who we truly are we mm -hmm. believe we're separate from right. each other, from the universe, from ourselves. Right. And in fact, we're all one being, all one shared being. And even science says that it's now been proven. We're intimately mm -hmm. entangled. We're one being. And so we went beyond a concept into living it. And then I just knew, oh, this was the piece that I'm supposed to bring into my work and help us know and live in the world in the mm -hmm. way that's possible when we know who we truly are. So that's, that's cool. what got me. Okay, cool. That sounds so interesting. So tell me some more about that. Yeah. So 
So most of us have heard our whole lives, you know, love one another, uh, mm-hmm. love thy neighbor as thyself. Um, what's the other one? Love thy neighbor, you know, uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Those are right. similar, similar things. And yeah. that all sounded great my whole life, but, but it's still, but how do I live that? How do I yeah. live that? I mean, how do I really <laughs> love somebody that maybe I'm not real happy with right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, how, how does that work? Well, once, so once, let's see, so a couple of things. Once I started taking on these understandings, one of the possibilities is to do what's called the direct path. Mm. So most of us are used to professional development, personal development, where we're trying to get somewhere, you know, to engage in exercises, practices, conversations with a coach, and I'll get there someday. Mm-hmm. So I was on that path. You know, someday I'll be happier. <laughs> someday I'll be satisfied. Someday I'll feel secure. And what was immediate relief was when I realized that, oh, I already am all those things I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. they're inside now the way to get to that though is through <laughs> what's called self-inquiry it's okay. a direct experiential approach so it's not concepts so most people live in the concept of that right you know love one another as i said or we're all one being we heard that a lot during COVID. i didn't hear that yeah on uh, conference calls so yeah we're all we are we really are all one but it was a concept and so to get past the concepts mm-hmm. into a lived experience what we do is what's again, what's called self-inquiry and it's an experiential in that I look within. Mm-hmm. I do, own, I become my own researcher, if you will. I check right. on my own experience so that it becomes lived and real. So in doing mm-hmm. that, as I began this self-inquiry, turning around and looking, realizing I'm already there. It's the direct path. I don't have to develop. I don't have to do anything. Immediate relief. <laughs> I'm already there. So, and there's still something to do, which is to realize what are the belief. Well, there's a fundamental belief that we're separate, but to start noticing when things are out of alignment with this understanding. So we don't really have to change anything. We don't change thoughts. We don't change emotions. We don't change anything. We just start looking within and realizing that we already are all these ways of being that we're mm-hmm. looking for and, and 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 how again how we do that is i'm repeating myself i know but we look within and what we notice is that when we don't focus on our thoughts don't focus on the issues in our lives don't focus on relationships objects most of where most of us look for satisfaction mm-hmm. i'll change my job i'll be happier i'll make a bunch of money i'll be happier um, I have a better relationship. I'll be happier, better relationship with my boss, all those things. They don't last very long. We have a better relationship for a little bit and then something happens and then we're upset again or don't like the person. And so, and so we realize all of that's fleeting when we look over there for our happiness. And so when we notice that we're starting to do that because we're conditioned to do it, we, right. we're, we, we're used to doing it. We notice that and we go, oh, and then what we do is, is we relax the focus of our attention. And we can do that right now. We can, you know, your listeners, our, mm-hmm. our viewers, our listeners can do that yeah. right now is to notice first, you're probably, you're aware that you're watching or listening to us. You're mm-hmm. aware that you hear us, mm-hmm. you know, 
So I'm sure most people would, yeah, I'm aware that I see you and I hear you and all that. And then notice that you're aware of that. You're aware that you hear us, see us. Now, the first time somebody tries that, it might seem like, well, I don't really know what you're talking about, or mm -hmm. we have a fleeting experience of that awareness. But when we keep coming back to it and sit with that awareness for even just a short period of time, we realize the peace, the stillness, the satisfaction that is inherently who we are. Who mm -hmm. we really are is this awareness, this vast open awareness. And so that is what really, you know, that made the, that turn my life upside down. I mean, in a great way, right. but it's like, oh, yay, I'm already there. I just have to keep reminding myself, keep coming back to it experientially. So it's not a concept. Just keep returning to it, keep returning to it. And um, sorry, my throat got a little dry. Um, okay. So that's, that's, uh, you know, that's that's the that's the approach and that's the one of the methodologies or the really the biggest methodology to knowing this mm -hmm. it's just becoming more conscious around you rather than just keeping busy or doing right yeah and when i notice i'm getting busy or i'm uh, paying attention to uh, so most of us are conditioned to pay attention to our thoughts. We listen a lot to, oh, I'm not good enough. I need mm -hmm. to hurry up. I need to get this done. Um, I should do this. I shouldn't do that. So when we notice we're doing that, we can stop mm -hmm. and relax the focus of our attention. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we do that, we're not focused on our thoughts anymore. We're not focused mm -hmm. on our feelings anymore. We're not focused on the relationships anymore. So it's not just being aware, but it's sinking into the awareness. It's it's the it's the it's the um, the knowing of mm -hmm. awareness. Because now I'm not I'm letting thoughts come and go. Because thoughts will still come and go. Yeah. No, I don't let them carry me away. I don't let them run my life anymore. Right. I would start running my life because I'm not paying attention to my thoughts. I'm relaxing. And just mm -hmm. being aware. Yeah, the thoughts are coming and going. Relationships are coming and going. These things. <laughs> and and we'll notice, we realize, and I still do things. and But now I do it with mm -hmm. more peace and love and happiness. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not being run by these thoughts that are trying to get me to do something. Trying to, you know, telling me I'm not doing things right and all of that. Right, right. So how do you work with clients um, with that knowledge or which that presence? So how do you work with mm -hmm. your clients in that regard? Yeah. So, so, so we start with basically this conversation, mm -hmm. you know, helping people um, um, see this awareness that we actually are, this one being, if you will, mm -hmm. this one awareness. I mean, we're all waves in an ocean mm -hmm. you know, we're all all unique expressions of the one being so we start with these conversations and then we start actually with the self-inquiry 
okay. uh, very early on. I mean, that's just what we start with, with uh, um, um, you know, pausing mm-hmm. and turning around, turning around and looking inside mm-hmm. and notice my own experience first that I'm awareness. Mm-hmm. And then another uh, exercise to do over and over again is to realize this can help us realize that we're all one, mm-hmm. which is to notice that, um, um, like right now, again, people are yep. hearing us and we're conditioned to think, oh, I hear them out of the computer. Mm-hmm. Now, the sounds coming out of the computer. That's where I hear them. But again, back to direct experiential inquiry. If I look in my own experience, Mm -hmm. where am I hearing these sounds? In my experience, where do I hear these sounds? We realize, oh, I hear them over here. Mm -hmm. I don't hear it out of the computer. I hear it where I am. Mm-hmm. And so through doing these sorts of self-inquiries over and over and over again, then it starts sinking in that I'm not separate from anything. Because as long as I think I'm hearing the sound over there, mm-hmm. then I'm creating a sense of separation. Mm-hmm. So we keep doing exercises that help it become really real that we're one being. And then we have conversations. And so, you know, so people do things like, so what happens is again, when we're not listening to our thoughts all the time, we should do this, can't do this, that sort of thing. I mean, it frees people up, then people feel free and alive (laughs) and passionate. So people now, you know, like one of my clients uh, was retiring and um, she was going to be a good person. You know, she should volunteer because she's retiring and that's what good retired people do. And yet she had a book sitting with her for 20 years and her you know she, she kept having characters and and ideas and plot lines coming to her for 20 years mm-hmm. and, and almost immediately as we were engaged with this she started writing the book she's finished it working on mm-hmm. a sequel editing the first book preparing mm-hmm. to get it published and so so things start changing pretty dramatically for people pretty quickly or they can you know yeah. it's, it's it's a different pace for each one of us Right. But um, but it's because we start, we change perspectives. Another mm-hmm. way to think about it is this. We've been living our whole lives wearing orange colored glasses. Mm-hmm. Then let's say we're in the snow. It looks out, the snow's orange. Okay, we just think that's what it is. Yeah. And then one day somebody tells us we might want to take the orange glasses off and we look and realize, oh, the snow is white. Oh, so it's that. Our mm-hmm. perspective changes most immediately. And when our perspective changes, then right. whole new worlds of possibility open up for people. Yeah. So it reminds me when so the same for leaders. The same yeah. for leaders. Leaders start seeing the people they work with differently. They start, oh, we're all one. I don't need to try to get them to do anything. So <laughs> I start we start having, yeah. So we start having different conversations, different approaches. So people on teams start being happier and happier people perform better, enjoy right. their work more. Mm-hmm. So it's profound impact in the workplace too, mm-hmm. because uh, as soon as leaders and other people start seeing each other in these different ways, then 
you know, how they work is more enjoyable, free, the judgment of people goes away. Mm-hmm. So, cause what we're, we're also conditioned to do, especially in the workplace is to judge people constantly, right? They're not performing. They need to do better. And so when that relaxes, then people realize that they're not being judged. Yeah. It's not conscious. They don't, they're not thinking, oh, I'm not being judged anymore, but it yeah. feels different. Right. They can tell, oh, I'm just being accepted. Mm-hmm. And so they become, they are more creative, more alive, work mm-hmm. harder, if you will. I mean, they want to then because they're enjoying their work. So they're it's profound impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a lot of self-care kind of stuff. Like if you look after what you're doing, then it kind of it reflects on to other people. And they say, what are you doing? How come you're so happy? <laughs> Would you say that that there's a reflection there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they're happier. They're more relaxed. They're happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what is exactly. it that your message, what would you like to get across to people right now about your new insight, your new idea of coaching and how to integrate it into their their teams or their businesses? Well, um, one thing to get across is this, <laughs> is <laughs> that it's actually, even though the wisdom traditions have been around 3000 years, right? and science has been telling us this for a hundred years, mm-hmm. most people, number one, don't have access to this. I mean, they do have access to the information because it's been around 3000 years. Right. But not in the way that we're talking about it. So most people don't have access to it. And yet what we're talking about here is Mm -hmm. reality. Right. Sometimes people think it sounds like spirituality, but it's not spirituality. Mm -hmm. It's reality. Mm -hmm. So one, and so that can open up whole worlds of possibility of like right now, people are so stressed by Mm overwhelm and how to make decisions and all the huge problems and the right. uh, it just seems overwhelming what do we do mm-hmm. well as long as we think we're separate as long as we think we're a finite limited being limited by this body when right. actually we're one being we're one with the universe we have infinite potential infinite wisdom infinite uh, uh, intelligence mm-hmm. then we can access that mm-hmm. so people with problems at work that think they're uh oh what's the word i'm trying to come up with anyway it's like overwhelm it's uh they seem impossible to deal with there's a whole world of possibility available Mm -hmm. when we allow ourselves to know we have access to this infinite intelligence and wisdom Mm -hmm. and i don't mean access in a conceptual way but to start experiencing it so that's one of the things that i'd like to help get across is that mm-hmm. you know we don't have to wait any longer years ago <laughs> physicians learned like whatever a couple hundred years ago that if you washed your hands it saved lives it yeah. took 35 years for physicians to wash their hands right so it's that sort of thing it's like we can right now know this possibility mm-hmm. and, and, and it's exciting it's it's a revolutionary it's a it's a game changing in the workplace game changing in our lives so my invitation to people is to really take this on and learn this and know this and live it because it's reality it's not spirituality it's right. reality 
of that and then um and then how to live it in the workplace well it does take at least one person mm-hmm. and it really only takes one person so the leader in the organization or the team that really can actually be anybody it doesn't have to right. be a role right it can be just somebody that's that's hearing this and interested in oh, I'd like to live that way. I'd like to live knowing that um, this understanding and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, be open and more loving with other people, not, not a, you know, a, an open-hearted love. I'll say that allowing love, that kind yeah. of love and open-heartedness that, um, that they, you know, they can start with a book. It's called mm-hmm. Being Aware, Being Aware by Rupert Spira. Obviously, they can contact me, but there, but there are lot there are lots of books out there. Is mm-hmm. one place to start, and um, um, and, and asking that question, they can they can right now make a huge difference in their lives and everybody's lives by pausing and noticing. Yeah, I'm aware of whatever I'm hearing, the birds singing, the mm-hmm. that I'm sitting here that. Uh, the the sounds of the traffic I'm aware of that and then notice I'm aware that I'm aware and just sitting there and turning to that over and over and over again they can do it all day long if I'm getting all carried up carried up if I'm getting carried (laughs) away getting stressed at work I'm getting stressed or annoyed or whatever I can just immediately go wait I relax the focus of attention Mm-hmm. and just stay there for a few seconds and they'll feel this wave of relaxation mm-hmm. and peace come over them and that's then they're accessing their true nature right they're accessing the essence of who they are this peaceful space mm-hmm. and then by staying there for even just a few minutes or a minute even yeah we we feel so differently that then our next move in the workplace our next conversation mm-hmm. will be informed right. by this peace and this relaxation and this allowing and so it just will immediately start changing and altering how people are with each other and what's possible right right so cool so cool i'm so glad that you um because yeah i guess you know sometimes i find myself doing that too sometimes when we're like too much going on why is it going on okay just pause for a minute take a deep breath and just say okay i'm here (laughs) i'm safe (laughs) you know and just and be more conscious about how we are actually feeling rather than like you were saying earlier about the shoulds the can'ts the whatevers that get into our own way right yeah exactly really good really good Thank you, Peggy, for sharing that. So can um, how do people get a hold of you if they want to work with you a little bit more about this? So they can email me at Peggy, mm-hmm. P-E-G-G-Y at Peggy hyphen O'Neill, O-N-E-A-L.com. And if they want to be on my uh, email list and get a newsletter, I write an article once a week about this and announce upcoming programs. I have free programs and other mm-hmm. uh, free videos every week. They can sign up for that by going to www.peggy-oneal, again, O-N-E-A-L.com. Mm-hmm. So those, and then I'm on LinkedIn. They can find me easily on LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, we'll have all that information below this video so that people can, you know, direct link into you and 
just catch up and see what what else you have to say and how else they it can help them because I think it's probably uh, a session that takes longer than half an hour. <laughs> but anyway, well, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, I'd love to talk to anybody at any time. And yeah. if they have any questions, please just reach out and love a conversation about this with anybody. Yes. Right. Well, thank I'm you. so glad yeah. that you found something that really spoke to you to for you to say, I, you. I really need, want to share this, you know, and made your life happier. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, great. Thank you everybody for joining us. And um, yes, yes I will you. put Peggy's information down below the video and you can reach out to her and uh, engage in more conversation about this topic. That's very thank interesting. You. Thank you, Mary Lynn. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome.